0: I mean, you know today is going to be a big episode when I put deodorant on and took a vitamin before I pressed record. Hello. Thank God. It is Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Buttonista podcast. And I know nobody asked me, but I need a wetsuit. What do I do? Facebook Marketplace? Ask a friend? Do I go to Dick's Sporting Goods? Where do I go to get a wetsuit? In a hot minute, because this week, not only do I have big news to reveal, a stacked schedule of things going on, but I have promised that I will jump in the Hudson River for the kids, for the Big Tip Energy Back to School Edition, a dream realized by my co-founder and partner of Two Buttons Deep, Jack Carpenter, several years ago, where I accepted a bet to take a swim in the clean, beautiful, very well-regarded Hudson River. And I, I really, I really think before I do that, I need a wetsuit. I need to protect the skin I'm in. I need to brace myself from the frigid fall temps. At the very least, if you know anybody that has a life jacket, a parent with a boat, a friend with a lake house, God forbid it's somebody who knows how to wakeboard, skateboard, anything else that you would do in a wetsuit. I know you don't skateboard in a wetsuit. But honestly, it seems like a good idea because it could be very protective of, again, the skin you're in. So I know nobody asked me. This is going to be a big week, though. A freaking vitamin? Who do I think I am? I've been staring at two bottles of Hum Vitamins. On my medicine cabinet. The tippy top shelf. Not too high that I can't see it though, okay? I've been staring at them since I moved in. Since the last house. Since the apartment before the last house. And today, of all days, I thought I would flip those baddies over. Take a look at the expiration date. Thank God the monster horse pill expired in August. Threw those out. Didn't want to take two of those. But I took a vitamin. I put my makeup on, I did my hair in a slicked back bun because I have some good news to share today for me, maybe for you, but we'll get to that in the meat of the show, okay? I've got my special robe on, the one that makes everybody lose their shit, think my titty's about to fall out. My titty ain't going to fall out today, it's Tuesday. I put my sleeper jammies on underneath. I'm switching up the format. If you're watching any part of this on video, I am really stepping up my game. I have a tripod. I'm recording on my iPhone instead of on Photo Booth. So as you can see, the quality of the production here on the Buttonista podcast is going to really increase. That wouldn't be possible, though, without Miller Lite. They keep the show going. They keep me motivated, inspired, coming off a Labor Day weekend where... Dare I say. No, I sipped a Miller. I sipped a Miller this Labor Day weekend. And if you didn't sip a Miller this Labor Day weekend, don't worry. Miller Lite can take you into the fall. I've seen all of you out there. And we have have to discuss this, okay? So first things first, Miller Lite can take you through the fall season. They take you right through it. Make you feel good. Make you feel alive. Horseshoe season, over. We're going to head downtown, though. I know you want to head to that pumpkin patch. I know you want to head to that apple orchard. There's no reason you can't quietly sip a Miller. Or if you want an ASMR, you want to always sip a Miller. Put a little (sniffs) into it. Mm, A little swallow, a little. mm, That Miller light was good. You could do that wherever you want this fall, okay? However, listen, we need to set a few things straight on the record here with the official start of fall. I've never been a stickler, okay, but the past few weeks on social media, it's like your mom making small talk with you when she's at some sort of department store, it could be CVS even, it could be at home, which boy, they are the queens and kings, when you're making small talk with your mom and your mom's like, oh, I'm in Walgreens right now and they got the Halloween stuff out, honey, what are you doing for Halloween, honey, mom, it's August 2nd I don't know what I'm doing for Halloween yet and no I'm not gonna put a wicked witch of the west hanging her feet out of my garage door okay not gonna do it mom it's only August every year honey every year they bring this stuff out earlier They bring the Christmas stuff out earlier. They bring the Easter bunny out earlier. They bring the Halloween candy out earlier. They bring the Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, July 4th, Independence Day. They bring it all out earlier and earlier every year. Well, that is corporate America. That is, um, it's not Big Brother. I don't even know what Big Brother is besides a TV show. That is just corporate America, the Hallmark side of things, infiltrating holidays, change of seasons, etc., into our lives earlier. I understand that. But I swear to God, on September first, twenty twenty-one, I saw one, two, three, at least three females on my timeline. And I'm not discriminating here. Just stating facts. Oh, I hear a dog barking. I heard several females I didn't hear them. They posted it on Instagram. Okay, take a step back, Taylor. Say, happy fall. Okay, like I said, not a stickler. Didn't want to get the calendar out for this one, right? Didn't want to get the calendar out and point to whatever it is, the 22nd or the 23rd or the 18th. I don't know what day it is. I didn't want to point out the official first day of fall. However, it is simply too early to be calling it fall someone else on the timeline said a nice fall walk in Albany on a gloomy day it's not a fall walk how many leaves have fallen if you can count on one hand the amount of leaves that have fallen on the grass on the sidewalk on the roads this time of year then it ain't fall sweetie here's some things that you can do you can quietly sip a a miller we already covered that B You can quietly sip pumpkin spice coffee. You can brew a fresh pot in your own home. You can pour it from the carafe at Stewart's shops. You can sip pumpkin spice as a pre-hype. It's your fall pregame. I am A-okay with that. I'm even okay with you posting an Instagram story of your iced pumpkin out and about. I am okay with all of the above. That's something that we can embrace quietly Without saying, it is already fall, okay? But to recap it, to put it in a nice, beautiful bow, I'm going to leave it on a positive note. I'm not going to go through my whole summer and recap. I tried, listen to this, tried to make my first reel Sunday morning, laying in bed, just kidding, it was Monday morning. I am always so proud of myself when I can put out a post three-day weekend episode because your timeline's thrown off. You want to seize the day. You want to carpe the DM. I did that. And that's why we're here right now, obviously, recording. However, um, totally lost my train of thought. Oh, I tried to make a reel. Tried to make a reel, recapping all of my summer outfits. A, really disappointed in myself that I haven't tried to make a reel earlier because it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. And B, it wasn't that good of a reel. You've all seen my outfits all summer. I might post it. I might not. But I wanted to do an ode to summer on this podcast and we will quickly right now run through four things I'm going to miss about summer and four things I am going to be excited about this fall. I didn't make any notes. We're going to wing it. We're going to ad lib. We're going to sip the not pumpkin coffee today though. we did a little caramel cream. All right, first things first, first thing I'll miss about summer is the daylight last night sitting on the porch 7 20 30 dark out the most depressing thing about summer by far besides the weather of this summer singling 2021 out when you have to leave your place of work wherever you're hanging and it is pitch dark out 4 30 to me that is the beginning of the end My boyfriend has already said to me on multiple occasions, oh, time for seasonal depression season. Okay, it's not there yet. The fall hasn't even started, but we know what makes it worse. We know it is the days getting shorter, the dark getting darker, and that is one thing I will miss about summer is those late nights driving home from your work day, your errands, your happy hour, what have you, with it being light out. Next thing I'm gonna miss about summer Oh, this is a fun one. This is a fashion related one. I'm going to say I'm going to miss my bright colors in my patterns. I fully embrace wearing things that are a little outside of the norm in the summer. I definitely like to embrace bright colors, funky patterns, whether it's in a solid dress, if you're rocking like a full pattern dress, Or doing a little mix match situation. I am definitely more bold with my color palette in the summer. A nice tan doesn't hurt that situation. And as I predicted, we are going to see a lot of neutrals in fall slash winter 2021 fashion. So I will be resurfacing all of my fall and winter basics very soon. The switch is coming. So I'm going to miss playing with pattern and color the way that you can do in the summer. I'm certainly going to miss throwing on a dress or a matching set and calling it a day because in the winter we're layering. We are putting so much more time and effort into our outfits. If you don't understand that, happy to dive in in a bit in another episode. But winter fashion, we'll get to that on the looking forward to list. But It's definitely an opportunity to be a little bit more creative because you have more pieces to work with simply. So we got daylight, fun patterns and colors. I'm obviously going to miss hot dogs. Hot dog consumption goes way down post-summer. I don't know the exact um, time limit, but there was that viral bit the other day that said if you eat a certain number of hot dogs a year it is going to take a certain amount of years or minutes off of your life honey I'm about to lose a whole 525,600 minutes off my life if that is the case on a per hot dog ratio there's nothing like a nice grilled dog in the summertime I'm not saying it's out of the question for the rest of the year I know I still have a few more cases of dogs in my fridge and freezer that I will get to, which again, if we're looking at the calendar, we have a few more weeks of all this stuff. But I understand the significance of Labor Day, kind of wrapping things up nicely, closing a chapter, sending the kids on the school bus, and drinking your wine at 10 a.m. for all the moms out there. Last but not least, what am I going to miss about the summer most? Oh, hmm. I think I'm going to go with. Oh, a t- it's a tie. Okay. I got to play Saratoga card for a second because obviously there's nothing like Saratoga in the summertime. I love seeing how bustling, how busy the downtown is. I will say, I think it does continue because of the, you know, heavy tourist attraction type of stuff we have going on here, but nothing quite gets me excited like obviously track season. See you later. Didn't get on the Miller Lite truck this year. Maybe next year. Um, But I love a hustling, bustling downtown Saratoga in the summer. It gets you giddy. It gets you excited and feeling good. And we're going to miss that until next year. Especially after embracing a season with fans in full out Saratoga living. But the second thing, and of course it's weather related. We hated the weather this summer, okay? I recapped it on my personal Instagram story yesterday, but... We kicked off Memorial Day with rain. We had July 4th rain. We had opening day of the track rain. We had Travers rain. We had Labor Day rain. Way too much rain this summer. But alas, the only reason why I would be moving to Buttonista Palm Springs, Buttonista Miami, screw it, Buttonista Charlotte, North Carolina, I would embrace Southern living for no other reason than the fact that there's Simply, few things more encouraging, more endearing than walking outside of your front door in either not feeling a change in the degrees at all or simply feeling warmer when you step out. I am in no position at all to have hard nipples the minute I step foot outside, okay? We have to go back to bra season now. That's another negative i love stepping out feeling the warmth feeling like my day is in my own hands and that the sun is beating down sending me rays and good vibes of love so those are some things of course they're weather related that i will miss about summer um i i mean i had a good summer i mean no, no disses on the activity level or anything like that but it's it's time to end the chapter it's time to move on and that will lead me to now the four things I am looking forward to this fall. And they're going to be cheesy, okay? Because the first one is, I think it's a sentimental, um, stereotypical even, upstate New York, northeast thing that I personally don't take for granted But after talking to people, traveling, listening to people that live in other states and other parts of the country, I will always say it every year, just like your mom will about the Halloween decorations coming out too early, is there is an excitement that arises, arouses maybe, when you change seasons. There's an excitement in the air for just a fresh start, new things going on. This year for me, I feel particularly energized about the end of the year 2021 has been wild from obviously getting kicked out of my house to buying a house to seeing things ramp up with the show and everything else going on that you know I'm excited to to switch gears and imagine a new season um way more control in my personal life over how I spend the holidays so I think looking forward to the holiday season is always exciting you get to start talking about, you know, your Christmas tree and where is it going to go and where are we going to go for the holidays? Who's going to come over? What's that whole thing going to look like? Um, So I do look forward to a change of seasons. That's probably one of the first things that I'm looking forward to this fall. Um, Hold on. Second, we'll kick it back to fashion mirror. Number two from the summer list is I'm looking forward to not making the switch. Because the closet switch is something that I've notoriously talked about for years. Since I've been blogging, writing, talking, what have you. The closet switch is an overwhelming day, right? But there's a little fun behind it. There's that pair of boots that sneaks out from under your bin. There's the sweater that you bought at the tail end of last year that still has the tags on it. So I'm looking forward to... A, getting more into fall fashion this year, figuring out what the trends are. I just did a little quick trend report before, uh, I think I was sitting on the toilet, but before I started recording, I did a little trend report and I do love layers. I love throwing on, you know, a tight first layer, a big sweater over, a hat, a belt, boots, cool socks. I don't even like socks. I don't know why I really said that. I just mean that, like, you have more opportunities to to add another level literally to your outfit. So I'm excited about that bringing you more looks that I always feel like as a botanista, I feel like I can, especially in the beginning when you're still excited and there's no snow on the ground, I feel like I can really show off my fall fashion more than even in the summer. The summer, you have to give the credit to the designers, to the stores, and to the brands you're wearing because it's a one-and-done outfit. Sure, you can do a cute earring or make sure that you have the right shoe or accessory to go with it, but I feel like for the most part, you're just wearing what your mama gave you, you know? But in the winter, that's when fashionistas become buttonistas. It's that extra layer. It's that extra time in the mirror spent that will not go to waste. If A, you have someone good to take your outfit pics and B, you do it right. Third thing I'm looking forward to this fall. Let's think about it. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a, again a little uh, a little non-cliché. I am looking forward to putting my focus back inside the house. So, the summer season is all about what you can do outside you know, physically from a leisure perspective, but also from a working perspective. If you're doing housework, if you're doing stuff on the weekends, a lot of your time is spent outside making sure that the flowers look good, making improvements to your deck or your outdoor space. I, of course, got my house in as good of shape for what I was calling phase one before the spring summer because I wanted it to be done to a point where I could just go outside and enjoy the outside. But, I think a lot of people move in the fall, leases are up, people switch places where they're living and it's always a good opportunity to um, not just buy new things and, you know, check things off your list that you've been wanting to do project wise, but I am team rearrange. So if you live in an apartment and you're like, well, I'm not going to go out and buy all this new stuff or, you know, I kind of have what I'm working with and I don't have anything else to, you know, extra money or extra time to play with. Just rearrange. Take a Sunday morning and reimagine your living space. Get some feng shui rolling in and switch things up for the new season. When I would come home from school as a kid, my mom would have the bed on the other side of the wall. She'd have the dresser a totally different color. The rugs would be switched from room to room. And I think that kind of goes along with that fresh start new season energy is What can you do to reimagine your spaces? I mean, there's little things you can do, like taking, you know, the towels that you've been using all year. Say you switch white towels out for, you know, a colored towel. You can always find stuff like that on sale at Target or whatever shop that is going to, just for a little bit of money, make a big improvement in your space. And I think for those of us that struggle with, you know, a seasonal depression or just a general summer's over bummer feeling that enters your body um i think rearranging your space and just even maybe buying a few quick inexpensive things that um go on sale at the end of a season is a good idea towels placemats just a little accessories you know vases things like that that you can reimagine that's a very good idea i saw My friend Kate, actually, who I'm going to interview later in this show from NAMI, New York State, about Friday's event, she posted something on Instagram a couple days ago that I thought was really interesting. She said, does anybody have any ideas for how to decompress after work besides drinking? You know, can you give me any recommendations? And I wrote back and I said, sign me up, whatever the people say, please send it my way because Again, you're not feeling great in the winter. It's dark out. You want to go home. Pop a bottle of wine. I am so with you 100%. She said people said um, walking, listening to music, reading, um, cleaning, reorganizing, baking. I was like, okay, a lot of those things sound really good with a glass of wine in your hand. But I'll imagine. I'll put myself there. So I will one-up the responses she's gotten so far. And I will say redecorate, reimagine, and rearrange your space. I could not end my Labor Day without heading back to Home Goods to find what I thought was the perfect 8x10 rug for my front room. My couch has been slip-sliding all over the place. I come home, and it literally looks like somebody had a wild time, rolled around, took a nap, lifted it up, put it back down. I have no idea, but the couch was just not... In a stable, sturdy position. So I had to go pick up the rug yesterday. And I feel better. I feel better that I spent that money because that's what makes me happy in life. Um, we're working on that. Not yet. But we're thinking about working on that. Um, but it kicked off a fresh start of uh, of rearranging and uh, reimagining. So I promise I won't say those two words again on this show. Moving right along. My last but not least thing I am excited about for fall. Let's think. I'm not going to say apples. I will say I'm excited to put pumpkins on my porch. I'm excited to have a porch. I'm excited to live on a main road where my pumpkins will be appreciated. So in effort to keep the show moving, I'm going to say I'm excited for pumpkins on my porch. Sue me. Sue me, okay? And by the way just in the in the decor space for fall very fall heavy show um i'm excited in embracing fall decor i am not doing halloween decor if you didn't already get that hint so far all right um it looks like we're at the meet i don't know how long we've been recording but i have a feeling We are at the meat of the show. I might have to save one more topic for next week because I would like to get to the good news and make sure that you're still with me to listen to Kate from NAMI to talk about Friday's Off the Mask event. So, one moment please. This good news can only be introduced with one song, one song only. I hope that you can hear it. I don't know where the speakers are on this MacBook. Let's go, girls. I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling all Let's just get to the chorus, then we'll move on. I'm getting excited. I'm getting hype. Okay, we might have to fast forward. Come on. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Man, shirt, shorts, skirts. All right. I just was thinking about that song. All week I got goosebumps. I'm sweating at the same time. I'm glad I put deodorant on. I'm not going to do a drum roll because nobody told me last week's drum roll sounded a little bit like sex. I could I could hear the slapping against my leg and I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. Why didn't anybody tell me that was a horrible drum roll? Personal verbal drum roll, please. The good news of the day is I am a free woman from the nine to five, eight to five in my world, professional world. I am leaving my job to pursue all of this. Two buttons deep, buttonista, jumping in the Hudson River, whatever I can get my hands on and myself into. I am leaving the corporate world to pursue my dreams full time. It's so crazy. Wow. It's so weird saying that out loud. I definitely didn't think I would cry saying it, but this is a huge deal. Wow. Shania Twain, she gets me going, people. This is a really big deal. It's so weird to say it out loud. I haven't really um, said it out loud to too many people or too many times yet, but... After oh my god Jesus it's so wild um all right oh Jesus Christ I need a sip of something I'm so sorry girls This is it? Alright so after okay so we started two buttons deep in 2016 um so we are just coming up on 17 18 19 20 Oh Jesus Christ I guess I feel like it's I guess this fall would kind of be five years from like our soft launch. But um, some of you are probably surprised that I just got so emotional and that I'm crying and just really happy to share this news because one of the biggest comments that I get when I meet people in person or I try to schedule a meeting with somebody um, to talk business about, you know, all this stuff that I do on the side. um, One of the biggest comments that both my partner Jack and myself get is, you don't do this full time, you know, because I'll say something like, oh, well, I have to work or I'll be in Troy until five and then I can meet or, you know, I can't take this call at this time because I'm at work. And it's always been the biggest compliment, but also the biggest driving force to get me and him and our company to the next level is that people always thought this was our full time job. It's a compliment because they feel like we put out a lot of content, enough content that it would warrant, you know, a 40 hour daytime effort, as I call it. Um, You know, it's a compliment because we're professional and we take it really seriously. And, you know, we've built up the credibility, the partners that we work with, the brand that we've built, um, that people do find it to be professional in the, the kind of market and the realm that we're in, which is, you know, media entertainment. It's not news. I can't tell you enough times that what we do is not news. It's entertainment. It's, internet-based content, right, shareable content that we consume on our phones and we share directly to our friends on our phones. So it's always been really nice to hear from people over the years that said, I thought this was your full-time job. I'm going to take a few minutes here to break down sort of what this means. And I, you know, it's not all about me. Obviously, yes, this is a huge moment. This means a lot for me and my partner, my company, this brand, anista and where we're going to go from here. But I do want to take a few minutes because I know a lot of you, you know, follow me because you like my content and you feel like you know me as a person, but I want to get across that there are some things that I think you can learn and I'm not going to go as far as to say be inspired by, but I want to set the table here before we jump into this new chapter um, about what it means and what it took to kind of get here. So um, not only... Did I work a full-time job all of these years since starting Two Buttons Deep? So full-time job means, you know, 40 hours a week uh, confined to some sort of physical space every day, right? Be it in an office building when I started or the bridal shop when I took the job there. I've always been committed to something from regular business hours, okay? Um, coming out of college with the debt that I had, the responsibilities to, you know, pay my own way, in every sense of the word um i have always been team part-time job and this is a lesson and a piece of advice that i have been kind of slowly like integrating into conversations with people over the past several years and i feel like it's important to bring it up now um if you are the type that complains about money or always has an excuse about not having enough money to do social activities to dress the way you want to travel where you want. Um, I understand it's a very easy thing to use as an excuse and as a barrier to certain things that you want to achieve. Or if you find that you're comparing yourselves to others a lot, you know, it's very easy to blame it on money. Oh, well, I don't have the money to do that. I have literally always worked multiple jobs. It's part of who I am. It's part of what I wanted to do, not because I ever complained about money. Definitely was scared about having money, you know, coming from, you know, divorced parents at a time when people worked from home. Moms didn't have financial independence from their husbands because that was the way of the world before, honestly, like the 2008 crash and then everybody had to go back to work. You know, we had moms with college degrees that were staying home to do what I think is the most important job of all raise your kids, but that ain't come with no social security, right? So I always knew that I wanted to be financially independent from any other person, be it your family, your significant other. And I knew that I had, and this is the other part of it, A, you could complain about money and say that it's a way that not you can't do things. B, I have a certain lifestyle that I want to uphold. I like nice things. I like my clothes. I like interior design and in experiences and going out to dinner and I knew that rather than deprive myself of those things from working just one set job for 40 hours a week that if I just worked a little bit more and I found something else to do on the side that I wouldn't have to compromise a lifestyle for you know whatever my salary was at the job that I took at the time so I'm saying this because having a second job people I think think Maybe there's a negative negative look about it, like you need it, like you're working just because you need it to make ends meet. And don't get me wrong, there's plenty of people that are living like that. And um, that's. I think it's fine because you're doing something about it. So if you complain about money, if you don't have the things that you want, it's not unheard of to get a second job, especially for us in the eight to five world where you're working at a desk, there's no reason you unless you have kids obviously i'm talking to kind of the my age group a little bit i guess like unmarried under you know no kids that sort of thing i'm not saying under any age but um there's no reason that you can't go and get a job in the restaurant industry now where they are so short-staffed there's no reason why you can't work retail i worked at the bridal shop part-time for years before i decided to do that job full time. So I went after work from, I would work all day till five, go to the bridal shop from five to eight. And for two years in a row, I worked every single Saturday. Not because I loved it. And trust me, I did end up loving that part-time job. I did it for extra money. And I don't want anybody to be confused about why people take another job. You can do it. If I hadn't taken another job and done multiple things, I don't think I would be where I am today. And that's why I'm taking the time to talk about this because I really would encourage anybody that is looking to kind of improve um, their bank account, take a few hours out of your weekend and work another job. You can miss a happy hour here and there. If I hadn't done that, I really don't think I would be where I am today. So I've worked that full-time job that I've had a few over the years, part-time job, bio shop. I freelance, right? Obviously, you know I write for the Times Union. I freelance for a couple blogs in the area. That's another way to guarantee some extra income per month. And on top of that, I helped start Two Buttons Deep and the Buttonista. So am I humble bragging? Maybe, but I just got to this point, so I feel like I'm allowed to. But the point is I never stopped working hard. And I just, anybody that's listening to this that is you know a i don't think anybody's jealous of me or anything but like oh my god like this is so easy what she gets to do is so fun or you know i'm i wish i could do something like that it didn't come out of nowhere you know the biggest thing that when my friend and i started our company is we didn't want to be the kids that just left college and said oh we got our own company we got we want an app we want this and then in six months you have no idea how to pay rent because you're a startup we have very carefully curated the past few years of our lives to make sure that we could be in a financial position and a sure enough position that our brand and our company was strong. We had clients, we had room to grow, and we had brand loyalty in the market before we made the decision to go full time and pursue it and see where we can go from here. So I would, as you see, film my podcast in the morning, meet with clients after work, film videos at night, film videos on the weekends, any chance we could. I and Jack, Jack and I have done all of this on a part-time basis for going on five years now. So that's how you do it. You do it by working hard, making sure you have money coming in, making sure that you the product that you're putting out there is good enough to say, I'm gonna take the leap and the plunge with a little bit of fear. You can't do a decision like this without a little bit of fear. And that's where we are today. So I wanted to take a minute to just recap where I've been and the fact that this is not the result of, you know, one hour of filming for one day a week. Jack obviously is incredible for those of you that do follow Two Buttons Deep. He has put in even more time and energy than I have. Um, And I would never obviously be able to do this without him. We're a package deal. And uh, we're really, really excited to enter this chapter Um, What it means for you guys um, is obviously more botanista. I have to say thank you as well to my family, obviously, who has supported me. Um, Another fun fact about being on camera, putting yourself out there, hosting events, all the weird shit that we do is it might look great. And it might be great. I have a blast doing it, obviously. This is kind of what I think I was meant to do. But it's not always easy for your friends and family either. A, for some odd reason, uh, people closest to you do not always uh, enjoy your success as much as you think they could or should. Um, There's a lot of people that just disapprove because it's not them. Um, What's the phrase? You, You want people to do well, but you don't want people to do better than you're doing. And I can say for sure that I felt that over the years and have consistently had to push past that, right? Anybody that didn't support me or didn't show up or didn't understand or even take the time to learn about what I've been doing, you have to take inventory of those people because in this job, another way that we got here is genuinely, and people are going to think this is fake, not caring what other people think. If I cared what other people think, I would never be able to get on and fill myself with no makeup on, fresh out of the shower, cracking jokes, doing stupid shit. You genuinely cannot get fed, you know, feed into the comments, the DMs, the messages, the negativity that can surround putting yourself out there. So it's a lesson that is always in the progress of being learned. But Not only do you have to be fearless and confident in what you're putting out there, but you have to understand that people on the other side aren't always going to understand. And it's taken years to where I started to also get, you know, my family, friends, significant other. It's not easy for them to understand. It's not easy for them to, you know, sometimes just watch you just take off and go you know, interview somebody or make a fool out of yourself. So, or just quit your job that's stable and gives you benefits and, you know, gives you a secure future. There's a lot of risk that comes with that too. So convincing, you know, my family and the people closest to me that this next move is something that I can handle that is not going to screw me over personally, financially, et cetera. You know, the goal is that, It becomes so much better and I'm making my own money and being my own boss and doing all the things that I truly have wanted to do since I was little, really. I've always wanted to do my own thing. And the fact that I can do my own thing uninterrupted and also while being supported by, you know, our partners in this whole endeavor, our family, our friends, really means a lot. And for you, it means we can grow this brand. All the things that you give me ideas about, send me messages about, want to see me do or talk about, I'm going to be able to do now. I'm going to be able to do more interviews, more fashion content. I'm going to be able to teach myself some of the technical things that I've never been able to do because if you didn't know, I probably didn't have time. I swear to God, I maximize as many hours of the day before my head hits the pillow and to be able to take advantage of daylight working hours and meet create brainstorm I really feel like I'm just getting started and if it wasn't for this podcast and getting on this mic every week and talking to you and getting your feedback and reactions and the love that I've been given by literally total strangers who in conversation I use your names and your handles and I talk to you guys like your friends and about you like your friends because if you didn't listen and you didn't like this, there would be nothing, you know, I'd have to move on to the next idea or try something else. So I'm excited to, to get better at my craft and my job and give you guys what you deserve and, in the content that I think you'll really like and make you laugh and things like that. So this is not meant to be, um, I don't have any of those, like girls can do anything moments. Like I don't, you know, I look at this accomplishment like anybody can do this. Any single person can do anything they want. You know, I've been really dedicated and passionate and eager to get to this point with the time I've been given. You know, the short story of all of this, what does this mean? To quote a movie, we'll have more time to do activities. We're going to step brothers this shit. We are going to build bunk beds. We are going to do everything. So much more room for activities. And that's what I'm most excited about is to get out there, to stay in traffic as we call it, and to have fun while doing it. So I'm sorry I got choked up a little bit, but I haven't said these words out loud. But as of October 1st, I will be fully all in on Two Buttons Deep and Buttonista Shout out to my real full-time job at Troy Innovation Garage. Wouldn't be possible without the stability that they have given me the past few years, giving me flexibility and a platform to still create, run my own personal professional brand and have a stable job that helped me grow, taught me a lot about social media, marketing, all the stuff that I do um, for real that my degree told me I needed to do. It all is gonna be wrapped up into one and I hope and I pray and I keep my fingers crossed. That is one of my phrases, one of my beliefs. I literally will go to bed sometimes at night and have my fingers crossed under my pillow because I just believe that you could do it. And I'm so excited and I'm so happy and I can't believe I got so emotional, but this is really huge. I'm so excited for fall. I've been hinting at it. I've been teasing it out, but being able to do what I love full time without any restrictions is amazing and I'm so thankful for this opportunity I'm not going to let anybody down, not you, not our partners, not the people that are making this possible behind the scenes. But most importantly, I'm not going to let me down. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. You got to be your own biggest fan, supporter, believer. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody's going to believe in yourself. It's all about confidence and feeling like you can do anything. Man, I feel like a woman. I don't know why that was the song, but that was the song. That was the song that I wanted to take you into this next chapter of the Buttonista. But before we move on from today's episode, I have an interview, a quick little FaceTime. That's a new thing we're going to be rolling out under the Buttonista podcast. We're going to call it FaceTime. So today, I needed FaceTime with Kate Tortora. She does community outreach and involvement for NAMI New York State. That is National Alliance of Mental Health, New York State. NYS, these guys and gals at NAMI are putting on the Off the Mask Gala and Fashion Show this Friday at 60 State in downtown Albany. Yours truly will be co-hosting and emceeing the fashion show where we will see 23 different models, all who are living with some sort of mental illness in some way. We've got men, women, and children, the whole gamut, all different kinds of people that are going to show up and rock the run, rock the runway. They're going to rock the runway oh my God, what? They're going to rock the runway and they're going to walk the runway in support of mental health awareness. I am absolutely honored to be involved in a cause that is so worthy, a topic that is so relevant and timely and really evolving right in front of our eyes. There's never in my lifetime been a more of an emphasis on mental health and what it means, why it matters, why we need to talk about it. Um, You can click the link in my bio, my link tree, to grab a ticket of your own. I think it's going to be a fun night. You know it's going to be because I already got my outfit picked out. I'll tell Kate that in the interview. But before we close the show, thank you for sticking with me. You're about to see so much more, Buttonista. Follow, like, subscribe, whatever. And hopefully, I will see you Friday. After you hear this interview with Kate, thank you so much. I will see you next Tuesday. I'm going to get on the phone with Kate from NAMI, New York State. That is a national alliance for mental health. Kate is responsible for putting together this Friday's off the mask event to raise awareness for a mental illness. And she's going to give me the scoop on what I'm getting into and what you can get yourselves into if you decide to attend. All right, we're FaceTiming her. And we're screen recording. Oh, she's probably going to hate this, but it's a mix between in-person and virtual world that we're living in. Hey, Kate. how are you? Good. What's going on? That's too much. I bet you didn't think you were FaceTiming with the Botanista today, but here you are. I know.
1: Here I am. I was pretty nervous. I'm not going to lie.
0: So what did you need those two minutes for when I said, uh, can we FaceTime?
1: I was like, I got to freshen my face a little bit. Fabulous. I literally just, I got home from work. I was like, wow, I'm looking
0: rough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that means you had a hell of a day. But I am so excited that I'm going to be joining you and your team at this Friday's event. And I want to hear from you, the woman kind of behind putting it all on. What is it all about? What is it for? And uh, then we'll get into what I'm getting myself into by being there. But tell me a little bit about the event. I know, because you have no idea, Taylor, what you're in for. I have no idea, but I (laughs) I usually like it that way. But if I was going to attend, I might want to know a little bit about it.
1: (laughs) So here you go. So it's NAMI New York State. We're the largest grassroots organization for mental health. And we have 22 affiliates throughout New York State. So really, this is a fashion show and art exhibit that we're putting together. It's going to take place September 10th. At 60 State Place here in downtown Albany, and the biggest part is really the fashion show, which is why we reached out to you. Love it <laughs> with your fashion expertise. But um, in all seriousness, we have 23 model ambassadors, and they all are connected to mental health in some shape or form. Whether that means they have a mental health condition themselves, they might have a loved one with a mental health condition. Or they might just be a life coach or a doctor. And there's so much diversity, which I'm really excited for. We have men, women, children, all backgrounds. And I just can't wait to see them shut their stuff.
0: That is amazing. And I know this is the biggest fundraiser that you and your team put on throughout the year. This is the first one in person in a few years too. So tell me a little bit about what it means to you and your organization to bring it back in person and be able to share these stories.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's really funny you mentioned that. So last year was my first time doing this and we had to do it virtually. We pre-recorded it. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, this is going to be so much easier. It was not. It was literally two full days of pre-recording the fashion show. So being in person, I just feel like it's going to, the stories from these models is going to really come across more in person. And I say this over and over, but even last year, pre-recording this show, watching these models who have never walked the runway, mm-hmm. their suck, man. Like their confidence that they show is incredible. And I'm just excited for people to really attend this event in person and to just see these faces that maybe have struggled in the past or, you know, have dealt with recovery and, you know, they they all just show so much confidence and I have to say just them sharing their stories alone that takes a lot of confidence and bravery.
0: Absolutely, and I know, you know, these past few years Mental health has really come to the forefront in social media. We have a lot of athletes and prominent celebrities and other people reaching out, which is great because it spreads awareness, but there's also a lot of regular day-to-day people that are living with this. So what does it mean to be an advocate or to be a supporter of mental health? Because it's not something that people easily understand until it's explained and it's put in front of them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it means the world to me. I, a few years ago I was struggling and even during COVID, I feel like I kind of hit like a dark patch and I was, and I think we all kind of did like Mm -hmm. having that isolation and seclusion from people in a weird way. I was like, why am I feeling like that? You know what I mean? I just feel like we, all maybe had experienced that and were like, What's wrong? Like, why do I feel this way? And when I had moved to Albany, I just through previous experiences I had, I just was like, It's so important to focus on mental health, and we it's hard, but we have to be brave to talk about it and Definitely. talk to people so going back to the models, literally just hearing all of their stories. And they're all so different, which I love because we all have mental health, but we all, it all affects us so differently. You know, I could be sad and dealing with something way different that you might be dealing with. So just hearing these people speak out about it, it's just amazing. And just to connect and hear it, I just It's really, really heartwarming. And I could probably cry about it. Like, it's just, it's really, it's just really touching. And I feel like it really helps because it's like, oh, wow, I heard that person's story. Now I feel brave enough that I can talk to someone or talk to my friends about how I'm feeling. So it's truly an honor.
0: Yeah. And to have an event that, talks about it, has it in the name, has it in the people that are representing the show, I think is really important. I have to ask one of the, my last questions. Did you come up with the name Off the Mask before like everybody in the world was wearing masks? Like How, how oh has that affected God. you?
1: You know what? I'm glad you brought that up, and I really want to like clear the air about this. So yeah, so this is our third year doing it. The yeah. first year was back in 2019, before I was with NAMI, and... I love the concept, so I'll tell you too, Taylor, because I'm not sure that you're even aware. So each model, when they're walking down the runway, they're gonna wear a masquerade mask, not a. There we go. (laughs) It's a masquerade mask, and then they'll take it down once they hit the end of the runway to really reveal the faces that mental health affects, which is everybody. So, sorry, that is my Alexa.
0: Oh, hi, Alexa. <laughs>
1: she's, she's, she's excited it's Friday. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we created the name in 2019. And I am glad you brought it up because we have had some people reach out and get a little confused and, you know, and I hate to change the name because I really love the concept of the models wearing the masquerade mask. Because essentially we all kind of can hide behind, you know, we hide and are nervous to share our stories. So I, I really love love the concept and I stick behind the concept, but it absolutely has nothing to do with COVID math.
0: Right. This is a, a masquerade. Thank you for clarifying. And if people want to attend the event, if they want to support NAMI, where can they go? How can they show up on Friday? Yeah,
1: so if they visit our website, that's the easiest way. It's naminys.org backslash off the mask. Or if that's a little too much, you could just do naminys.org. We have a whole page dedicated to off the mask. Um, and tickets are still for sale. They're $100 for general admission. And then we do have a fancier one for VIP for $200. Um, so yeah, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to it to have Get together with all these
0: brave models and um, just be around people. Absolutely, you know I'm excited because I already have my outfit picked out. It's sparkly. I set.
1: Yep, you do. I'm die. I cannot wait. I'm excited. I always look at what you're wearing on Instagram. I'm like, oh boy. I
0: need Well, the pressure is on. I know when I'm going to a fashion show that I have to dress the part. Not upstage anybody, though. I'll be wearing a little bit of a darker color than I usually do. But to make it even easier, anybody that wants to purchase tickets, I will put the link in my bio on the up button to Instagram so people can get tickets right from my page after they listen to this. Awesome. Thank you so much, Taylor. And I'm really
1: excited for you to be on stage and be a part of this.
0: Thank you. I have to warn you, I ask for forgiveness, not permission. So I'm going to have a lot of fun up there. There's going to be a lot of good stuff going on and very honored to be next to uh, one of the Capital Region's finest, Benita Zahn. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I will see you on Friday.
1: Great. Sounds All right. good. Bye,
0: Thanks. Kate. Bye. Bye.